0: One of the great challenges about your natural gift is that it often shows up as a curse. That thing that you do so effortlessly well, it also can tend to consume you at different times. So I'll give you an example. Someone who's a fantastic big-picture thinker, like always coming up with ideas, always coming up with innovations... Sometimes it can be hard to focus on one thing because their mind is always got the new concept, the new idea popping into the head. If I was to lock someone like that in a room and tell them to come up with 100 ideas for any particular concept, they'd be able to do it because their brain operates in that big picture thinking. It's just natural. Now, think about how that might apply to other parts of their life and how that's going to end up getting them distracted, not focusing on the task they're meant to be focused on. And knowing the people that I do who have that sort of belief, they spend a lot of time beating themselves up about their inability to complete things. Endlessly frustrating. And yet, if I got them to spend more time in that space creating, but with some structure, they would absolutely thrive. And they would provide tremendous, tremendous value to the people in their world that they are helping. You can straight away see how that could be both a gift and a curse. And what's missing is an awareness, an acceptance, and the ability to spend as much as 80% of their day in that natural gift in their natural state of flow. Easier said than done, right? I'll give you another example. For those of us who are particularly sensitive to other people's emotions, there are times where that's such a blessing because we can straight away identify with other people when they might need a bit of a lift. They might need some encouragement. They might need a safe place to talk And we have the ability to tune into how they're feeling and help guide them through that. And at other times, that emotion that you feel for other people shows up relentlessly and completely overwhelmingly. And uh, the more that you, and this is true with any of your gifts, the more that you utilize that gift and refine that gift, then the greater the power to have that not-so-positive version of it show up becomes. And with the emotional side, it, it, you can get, the moment you get a bit off kilter to yourself, a bit tired, haven't got your boundaries up, you can be consumed with other people's junk. Exhausting. If you're a detailed person, then left to do detail fantastic but often that comes with a more of an introverted nature so having to be in a workplace for example with other people can be just downright exhausting having a social life with other people can be exhausting and particularly again if you make making a comparison to how other people are then can be yeah downright exhausting need that time to retreat and to to recalibrate now, the other big thing that comes into it is comparison and people's concept of mental health. So, actually, I'll come back to the comparison because I wanted to just talk about the other, the fourth sort of main area of GIFT, which is people skills. And again, this is another one I can identify with. I was the kid who got easily distracted and, and often caught talking in different circumstances, school, for example. Uh, distracted from my work because I'd rather be in a conversation and I spent a lot of my corporate years beating myself up because I was like oh man I'm so easily distracted I can't be working as in sitting in front of my desk and doing detail focused stuff which was my job at the time so again I saw the the natural inclination to conversation as a curse until I worked out that I was really good at it and actually that's where I should be spending most of my time in all areas of life so let's get to the comparison and also the mental health aspect if you're looking at other people and going, oh, that, why does that person seem to get all, complete all their tasks, you know, for the big picture thinker? Well, let's they're wired differently. I'm one of those people that can get things finished, but getting started can be a real challenge for me. So I look at you people who are great at starting things and go, oh, it'd be good to do a bit of that. But I also know that finishing is my thing. So give me a time deadline and give me the, the main part of the project with most of their things done and the structure done and I'll help you wrap it up for you. That's just how I work. So if you're expecting me to be the, the, the starter, well, that's going to be a struggle. And the same if, if, if you're a big picture thinker and you come up with ideas, if I'm expecting you to be a finisher, that's going to be a struggle. The introvert can often be called uh, pessimistic or, or boring or why aren't you coming out or why do you keep asking so many questions? Why do you want so much detail? And, and they may start having that conversation with themselves. Why do I need to know that? Well, it's just how you are and that's okay. And it's okay for you to have that knowledge and that boundary, those boundaries and to be able to do that, to retreat to your own space to recharge and not have to be speaking to people so much. And then the, the more extroverted one is why they can get lost in the detail and make mistakes and not be able to um, pick up errors and and the finer detail and things. And again, if you look at the mental health, someone that big picture thinking may have been told they've got ADHD. Well, I love the quote. Uh, again, I can't remember who it was. might have been Gary Vaynerchuk saying, um, you don't have ADHD for the things you're interested in. But you can see how that new ideas, new ideas, new ideas might be seen as an ADHD sort of uh, behavior. That can show up in the conversational things as well. Oh, he's so distracted. He always wants to be talking. She's always off there doing this, this, and this instead of her work. And then you start believing it. The highly sensitive, sensory person, oh, they're so emotional. They're so this, they're so that. They can feel into other people's things. Maybe they get caught in anxiety, in depression, all these different things. They start to believe the hype when really they're just carrying a whole of other people's baggage. And the introvert, I worked with someone when uh, he was in my team. I've referenced him before, I'm sure. My, my staff member, Chris, who passed, he had um, what he called social anxiety. And then when we did the work around his unique personality, it's like, no, no. You're just introvert. And you're trying to be an extrovert. You're trying to be someone that you're not. And Once we did that together and he worked out, oh, you mean it's okay for me to be this and this and this and I can show up this way and that's okay? Man, all the pressure stripped away. And that social anxiety went. And he suddenly had a confidence in himself because he knew his limitations and he knew what was good and what wasn't and away he went. So... You may have a combination of any of those four, you may know where you predominantly sit, and all of it's okay. The important thing is to embrace the gift, find ways to navigate the challenges, and stop seeing it as a curse. It's your greatest gift, and it will take you to the greatest heights. It's where you are valued, how you will create value in the marketplace, whatever that looks like. And when I say marketplace, it doesn't have to be monetary. In the family marketplace, for example, which is a, let's be honest, a bartering of energies (laughs) and voices. The more you bring of what you do naturally well and discard the other stuff, the more you'll see your gift for what it is. And I will put this disclaimer. There are obviously some parts of your personality, I'll give you an example. For me, I'm not a great details person, but I have a business, so I need to know detail and I need to have a system that works for detail. So I don't discard it completely, but I don't try and be great at it. I just set up a system that works for me and then I outsource those parts of my business and my life to someone who's much better at it. Embrace the gift, change your thought process, around it from not a curse but a gift that just needs some attention and you will go a long long way I hope you enjoyed this episode of the grief code podcast thank you so much for listening please share it with a friend or family member that you know would benefit from hearing it too if you are truly ready to heal your unresolved or unknown grief let's chat email me at info at ianhawkinscoaching.com you can also stay connected with me by joining the Grief Code community at ianhawkinscoaching.com forward slash the grief code. And remember, so that I can help even more people to heal, please subscribe and leave a review on your favorite podcast platform.